And once again, we are here for another fight week. Blake O'Ruling alongside Zach Partridge, as always, to break down the card just a little bit. And Zach, I know this has been a very, very difficult card to keep up and, and try to get everything figured out uh, in a timely manner. But you finally have done it. The card is finalized. It is fight week. How are you? Good. Uh, you know, it, it's it's the fight game, right? Uh Injuries happen, man, and we've we've just had an 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 un, unfortunate amount on this card. I feel like our past few cards, though, we've been really fortunate to not have too many. So maybe a law of averages just caught up with us for a little bit, and now hopefully we can move on and have a bunch more. We've got an absolutely stacked card here. I cannot wait for this Challenger Series card. I think we were talking the other day, and you said one of the best challenger series cards you think we've ever put together um i i think i i especially the main card i mean you know we have a we have a quite a few debuters um people with one fight uh on there um but but i think the main card is about the last five fights is of the people that we know that are on the card it's about as good it, it's as good as I can think of. I absolutely agree with you. We're going to kick things off, though. We've got seven debuters making the walk to kick things off. Landon Dodge versus Chris Falau at 225 pounds. Zach, we don't know a lot of these debuters too well, but I know that you've been in talks with them, their managers, getting these all figured out. So really quickly, I mean, if we could just break down some of these debuters, we don't know a lot about them, but I know you know more than anyone else. Um, yeah, Chris, you know, comes from Gladiator Fight Academy. We're really excited to have him on the card. I believe this is their first fighter representing on an MMA card um, with uh, Cole Schaefer, uh, Nanad Shupit, and uh, Cole Schaefer um, running that. And uh, really excited to, you know, get their MMA team up and going and kicked off. And then um, Landon Dodge from Cedar City uh, trains with the guy that helps me match make, Steve Ergel. And, uh, um, I believe he's a blue belt in jujitsu. Two really big, strong, athletic guys. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Two twenty-five cruiserweight division isn't used a whole lot in MMA, but um, it was appropriate here, and so we did it. And I think it should be used more. And we're excited to kick off the night with that. We've got a super, super fun one next up. We've got Giovanni Guzman facing off against Braden Judd. Again, two other debuters. Uh, first two fights are going to be all debuters. So the first four fighters making the walk, all debuters. Tell us yeah. a little bit about these two. Um, Giovanni, I believe, is a purple belt in jiu-jitsu, um, but hasn't been training striking uh, that much. Was a guy that signed up like right before COVID. So his, his training was really inconsistent to start. But uh, good news is, um, you know, he, we, we got him a fight and uh, Braden Judd uh, filling in for an injured teammate at Aguima, Braden, you know, we're going to see Aguima a lot on these cards, like we do on these Orem cards, um, highlight their gym and their great fight team a lot. Um, Braden Judd uh, has been training with them and eager to get after it. Uh, he's been one of the most responsive um, fighters I've ever dealt with as a debuter, just asking a lot of questions, making sure he's on top of things. I think he's just really anxious and ready to go. So I, I, I'm excited for that fight. 
just for a little public service announcement, how nice is it to have a fighter to just be very responsive, get things to you quickly, be on time, things like that? How much does that mean to you from a matchmaker's perspective? Uh, more than they realize. I I don't think, I, you know, I mean, you're, you're a little tongue-in-cheek there with that because I think you know the answer a little bit. But, man, like, I, I don't – I think sometimes fighters, they – I don't think they realize totally everything that goes into it, which is fine. That's not their job. Their job is to train and, 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 uh, and fight and make weight. You know, it's not their job to worry about all the other things and that's fine. But without all the other things, um, <laughs> their fight doesn't happen. So uh, no, it's, it's, it, it's nice. It was refreshing, but um, everybody on this card has been, has been good to work with uh, for the most part and appreciate everybody. So it, it, it it's good. All right, up next, we've got Tassi Alatin making his debut against Cross Hughes. Cross Hughes, an Owen one fighter as well at 145 pounds. Again, two that I don't really know a whole lot about, Zach. I've done my research, but I don't have their stats right up in front of me. You, I'm sure, have dealt with them a little bit more as of recent. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. Um, um, Tassi is one of... Uh, Julian Ruiz's guys. He's been training with Julian, and Julian says he's a stud, like speaks very, very, very highly of him, and um says he's a stud. So I'm really looking forward to to Tassie and what he what he brings to the fierce cage. On the other end, Cross Huge. Cross Hughes trains at Excite MMA with um Carson Hardman. So, you know, he trains with one of our champions. He trains with probably probably fiercest top prospect that doesn't hold a belt in Julian um, or hasn't held a belt. Right. I think that might be fair to say he's definitely in the mix of that conversation. So it's kind of fun seeing these guys um, that fight for fierce, start bringing in some, some of the pros start bringing some of their amateurs that have been training under them too, um, into our, our amateur ranks. So um, from what I understand, they're both strikers. And I think that sneaky could be fight of the night. Super, super fun, fun one there. And seriously, I mean, you think about it, like you were saying, I mean, Julian Ruiz, outside of those who hold belts in the, in the, or in uh fierce fighting championship for sure has to be pound for pound. Number one. I mean, what he did just a couple of months ago against Cody Hammond is, is unprecedented. So you got to give him that as well as the excite MMA fighter for cross Hughes as well. We've got Talon Carvalho versus Chandler stone, Chandler stone back after fierce fight or fierce challenger series three. I apologize when he fought Spencer McNaughton back in October of last year. What are you looking forward to in this one? Uh, man, Chandler stone, the Owen one guy that nobody wants to fight. Right. Uh, I had two guys sign up to fight him and then back out one with a legitimate injury, one with a, uh, you know, these amateurs have jobs and um, work schedules and he just couldn't get work off. And unfortunately, so and then Chandler tried to hop on our March card, couldn't get anybody to say yes to him. So um, put it out there and um, Talon from the pit, uh, the pit SLC, he took the fight. Ramsey said he's very green, but super athletic and super game. So I am really excited to see what that looks like in the fierce cage. Um, Chandler's uh, super, super game. So yeah, we're, I, I would guess two strikers. It's going to go out. Like it'll be fun. 
It'll be a lot of fun. Let's not forget. So there's not a whole lot of background on a lot of these people, but Chandler Stone is someone who we have had our eyes on for a couple of months now. And Chandler Stone had an incredible matchup against Spencer McNaughton last October. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about that later in another fight. But, you know, I think sometimes the amateurs are just too worried about their record sometimes. Um, it's about experience, right? I think a lot of guys go, I don't want to lose to an 0-1 guy. Like that that's like a – like that that's a – negative on their record it's all experience talk about it all the time i man if you i'd rather have a amateur that's five and five that took a bunch of tough fights short notice fights you know every maybe fought up a weight class or whatever to try it like just gain a wealth of experience and their records five and five they're gonna go pro over the guy that's nine and one ten and oh whatever that picked and choose stylistic matchups, the safe fight, the easy fight, whatever. Um, that guy's going to, you know, that that five and five amateur, they're going to be more prepared to go pro. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, I think some Chandler faced that a little bit. You know, people didn't want to lose to an 0 and one guy because he's very good and they know he's very dangerous. You want, you want, I mean, you can go watch his first fight with Spencer McNaughton. Um, it was a great back and forth fight. And uh, I, I'm excited to see talent. I mean, he's game. You know, let's like, let's go. Come on, it's fighting. Let's go. Speaking of people who throw their record to the wind because they just want to get in there and compete as much as possible, Brendan Myers facing off against a debuting opponent in Chase Barrett. Chase Barrett, this is an interesting stat for you. Six feet tall, contracted to make 126 pounds. I mean, that's an incredible spectacle that I cannot wait to see at weigh-ins this upcoming week. But him against Brendan Myers, a very fascinating matchup to headline our prelims. What's Brendan's official height? Five, five foot six. Five six. Okay, so Brendan's five six. Ooh, that's not a that's it's not a short flyweight either you know like he's not a short flyweight um but chase is gonna have six inches on him so that's gonna be interesting um uh, and uh i i i mean this is our first time having somebody from uh brute uh fight team um from down in vernal up on one of our cards so uh excited to see what chase chase brings to the cage and we know it we know it brendan brings um unfortunately his last fight ended in a disqualification totally legit um but he took an illegal knee to the face but i i saw a lot of growth in brendan from his first fight to his second fight especially on the feet he looked a lot more comfortable um so uh, but against somebody that's had such a reach and size advantage i'm really interested to see what what brendan uh, does in this fight but um i think it'll be a good test for both of them I, this is a great you know again chase barrett what I like about him, he's fighting a guy with two fights, one and one. Like, let's go. Like, let's just fight. I mean, the title of this card should be, you know, fighters that fight, like, want to fight. Like, let's just fight. And that's what these guys are doing. I love it. I can't wait for that one. I can't wait for the entire prelims. We're going to jump over to the main card, Brandon Burgess, as well as Bane Varner. A couple of hometown people, a couple of Utah uh, local fighters. What are you looking forward to with these two at 195 pounds? Um, it's going to be interesting. Bane, last time we saw him, um, it's been a while. It's been a few years for him. He, uh, he was trying to make 170, missed weight, and now he's moving up. Um, I think 185 will be his home. Brandon Burgess is a 185er. I like when fighters fight up a little bit so they don't have to cut as much weight, especially as amateurs. Um, so I really like that. They both have a, a wealth of experience. 
winning records. Um, I think this is a very, very interesting fight that, you know, I would say the winner of this fight could be looking and find themselves in their next fight being a number one contender type fight for the title and the title picture. Uh, again, it's a little interesting too, considering Bain is a teammate of Andrew Mickelson, our current 185 champion. So maybe, maybe not him as much, but um, this would definitely be a quality, um, good win for either of them. Both just tough grinders. Um, how I describe both of them stylistically, I think this is going to be a really fun war. I can't wait for it. Bain Varner, been at a GEMA for quite some time. Brandon Burgess, I can't wait to see what he looks like out of Jeremy Horns. Mina Yushirawadi making the walk once again against California's Carly Lombardo. Mina Yushirawadi, as well as Brendan Myers, the two most appearances in Fierce Challenger Series history. I apologize. Did I take that stat from you? No, I thought I came up with the stat last night, and you're like, yeah, I already know. Brendan, Brendan and Mina. I'm like, <laughs> trying to get one over on you. I apologize. I apologize. Um, Mina... Mina in her last fight uh, grappled a lot more than we're used to. Um, I'm just stylistically, I think that's the way the fight happened. I think Carly will be um, a little bit more willing to engage on the feet. Um, and Mina's really fun on the feet. Like we've, we've seen that with when she fought Ludi. She's, she's really fun on the feet. Um, the, but also, you know, fight IQ. I think Mina fights very smart as well. And, you know, we'll fight wherever she needs to to get her hand raised. Carly has quite a bit more fight experience than Mina in the actual cage. This will be her eighth walk to the cage where this is only this is Mina's fifth. So it's not like she's new to this either. But, um, yeah, I'm really excited. Mina is somebody that she's not an easy person to match for necessarily because I think people know, like, she's dangerous. She's dangerous on the feet. Um, she's getting better on the ground. Um so I'm excited for Carly and her team to come out. Um, I'm grateful for them for taking the fight. It's kind of a shorter notice fight, kind of a late add-on to the card. Um, but again, fighters that want to fight, fight. And so we made it happen. Speaking of late notice, let's get into this next one. Tyler Daniel versus Malachi Novasau. Now, just to be completely candid, we are recording this a couple days prior. We literally just signed this fight last night, Zach. I mean, it's pretty incredible that this is all happening it's it's kind of a miracle that we found someone for tyler daniel there's just been a lot of ups and downs and changes throughout the last couple of weeks trying to get a fight for this guy yeah you know um when i say fighters fight and stuff i had we we had a handful of utah fighters that were willing to step in finally you know um we offered it to a lot of people um and then it was just kind of came down to what makes sense. I appreciate Tyler and his camp, his manager and coaches, really just being willing to willing to fight everybody and get him the experience. You know, he's he has a win over an O and O guy, and he has a win over an O and two guy. He's two and one. They said let's let's get him somebody with a winning record, somebody that would be will be a tough fight, a good test, and somebody that will you know get him into the the title picture um, for our vacant one seventy title. That that's their goal. So, um, and I applaud that. And so we, we gave them names where, you know, first and foremost, Gio, that kid's a stud. That's a, that's a fight that not a lot of people want. And Tyler and his team were totally down and game to do it um, as a test. Again, that's what 
amateur is for testing yourself, not protecting your record, not picking and choosing, um, testing yourself. And, uh, and that's, and Tyler and his camp, they just said, give us, give us a guy that makes sense. And, um, and, and, and puts him, you know, towards his goal, you know, taking a step towards his goals. If he wins, great. We'll fight for a title soon. If he loses, it's a good learning experience. He knows where you'll, you'll know where he needs to go work on things. I think somebody like Malachi is a very good, you know, litmus test on the bar to see where Tyler stacks up. Because Malachi is one of the top amateurs in the state. What I mean, what an opportunity also to get Malachi back on a card, a three-week turnaround. But here's the thing. This isn't the first time he's had a three-week turnaround. He did this last February as well. Malachi is very prone to taking fights after having other fights. He is as active as they come, uh, beating Ricky Mamone just a couple of weeks ago. We're going to jump over to our co-main event. We've got Adam Frank coming up from Las Vegas, facing off against Hector Lopez, who has been on quite the streak as of recent, Zach. This co-main event for the amateur featherweight title. I cannot wait for this one. I think that this is probably the, the two, like the two amateurs on this card. They're both like right there about to go pro, ready to go pro, right? Um, Adam is an absolute stud in the jujitsu world. He's one of those guys that um, specializes in jujitsu, but obviously he's got it figured out and got it to translate some jujitsu games don't translate to MMA as well. Um, he's figured it out. He's very confident. Um, he should be with the people that he trains with. Has a lot of really good experience. But my goodness, Hector Lopez has shown to be an absolute beast in the featherweight division. He has finished two guys. I mean, here, here's one. Maybe this is a good stat for you. I'm sure you already know it. Hector Lopez is five and three. His three losses are combined six and one as pros now. I did not know that. That is a great stat. Thank you, Zach. Ah, I can see. Got it. He's he's either, but I mean his three losses to all studs, and then his five wins are all finishes in the first and second round. I mean, Hector's physical. He's violent. Um, he's well rounded. He has shown an ability on the feet as well on the ground to finish people. Um, but Adams Adams no joke, and is 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 a step up but i mean this this is this is the fight like for a title fight this is this is what we want i cannot wait for it i've been thinking about this one for weeks now at this point i mean it's just a quick three-week turnaround i look at the card i go oh my gosh hector lopez is fighting adam frank these are two of the biggest names in the west coast so i cannot wait for this one it's definitely going to be one to stick around and check out speaking of which the main event for sure octavian trumbo taking on lehigh dominguez Two fighters, two professionals, our lone professional pairing on the card. Zach, I mean, this is another really, really exciting fight. Another big name from Nevada, another OG name of Utah. What are you looking forward to? Um, I am looking forward to the most. Octavian's like the young stud up and comer, right? Lehigh, been around for a while. Like you said, Utah OG. Um, both amateur champions, um, Octavian um, and Lehigh, uh, Good amateur careers, pretty similar amateur careers, actually. And, uh, you know, they, you know, Octavian got off to a rough start, but his pro career lost his first two fights. But now he's he's kind of rocking and rolling. Lehigh, you know, he's Lehigh. He's a guy that on paper, I think people underestimate at times. But when you have to get into the cage there, 
it's a hard fight every time. I think, I, I don't know why. I think it's just maybe because he's such a nice guy. Um, maybe it's a little unassuming or whatever, but he's effective. And I, you know, there are things in MMA that qualities and traits in MMA that are important. And, and one of the most important is, are you effective? It doesn't matter how hard you can hit if you're not accurate. It doesn't matter how quick and fast you are if you can't execute. It doesn't matter how talented you are at jujitsu if you can't get the fight to the ground. Whenever we see Lehi in there, whatever his game plan is, he's effective in executing that game plan. And um, and Octavian can be an absolute wrecking ball. So um, Styles make fights, and I anticipate this one to be a very, very fun, entertaining main event to finish off our night. That will do it. 10 fights talked about, 10 fights on the board for this Saturday at Mountain View High School. 5 p.m. is when the show starts. We absolutely cannot wait for it. Zach, any big things that you're looking forward to? Weigh-ins, anything you want to announce before we kick things off? I mean, just, I mean, we're just, we're just rolling. You're going to see a lot of stuff for Idaho Falls in June announcing. So it's going to be fun. Just come check it out. The champ will be there. Main event, heavyweight. Champ for June, he'll be at the Challenger Series. Come say hi to him. Wish him luck. Hope he gets some tickets and Salt Lake goes up and supports Kent up in uh, Idaho Falls. It's nice, actually, not a, a three-week turnaround either. It's been spinning oh, our heads around. Five. A little. We get five weeks now. We get five weeks. I, I actually, it, it's pretty nice to have that. Zach, thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it.